celebrate the season and not the day. Welcome to the Pilot Wife Holiday Survival Series. This is part five. And while I know that you know that this is possible, for some, they've never done this. And so it's new. Wheels up, we're airborne. Welcome to the Pilot Wife and Aviation Podcast. I'm Jackie Almer, an aviation professional and pilot wife for over 30 years, and I'm your co-captain. I have some free resources to help you live your best aviation and high-achieving life at resources.pilotwifepodcast.com. Buckle up, stow your bags, and let's unpack the high-altitude life. Well, hello and welcome to season two and the celebration of this podcast being a year old. We've been listened to in over 30 countries and we're currently ranking higher than 93% of other shows in its category. In case you wonder our category, we are uh, social and culture, or maybe it's actually it's society and culture. That's our category. So thanks to you so much for making this happen. Please keep listening, keep sharing this with others, and please take a moment to review and rate the show. This makes it easier for others to find it. And you know how this works. It's an algorithm thing, right? The more people who comment and share, the more the app itself, all the different podcast apps will put this out there for others to find and hear when it suggests shows to others. Now, back to the holiday survival series and how those of us in aviation or any type of career or life that is not the typical nine to five, although I always laugh, it's like we don't live in a nine to five culture anymore, no matter what you do. Those are bankers hours, or they used to be, and they don't even exist anymore. But you know what I'm talking about. Those typical traditional type of jobs and careers where it's pretty common to be closed for the holidays and you have you can pretty much bank on the fact that you're going to have the holiday season off. So for me personally, I went to work for the airlines. I started in the airline industry myself at 20 years old. So I learned early on that life in the airline industry, of which I was totally enamored, totally caught up in, and absolutely loved from the first moment I stepped into the airport terminal to work and stepped out onto the tarmac and sucked in that smell of jet fuel, which quite frankly, I still like the smell of jet fuel. I know that's probably crazy to some, but I'm crazy to some. So there you go. But I embraced the profession and the lifestyle and the industry from day one. So uh, for me personally, in the early years of my career in the airline industry, I usually worked holidays or at least part of it. Now I was on the ground early on, um, you know, working gates and ticket counter and throwing bags and kind of doing all of it. I started in a small regional airport. So if you ever watched the sitcom wings, that was kind of us. I, you know, we flagged in the airplanes, opened up the door, welcomed people to our city and then ran and unloaded bags and then ran and reloaded bags and then, you know, worked the ticket counter, worked the gate, boarded them. Anyway, it was a lot of fun and it was a very active job. And I met amazing people, including my husband, who I'm still married to today. So there you go. But early on, um, I just learned to understand 
what the holidays meant. And I've always been a positive, optimistic person. I've always laughed because when people say, oh, do you see the glass, the glass half empty or half full? I'm like, well, I see it overflowing. It's all in how you look at things. So I was blessed with that kind of mindset. Um, not everybody is, but it is a choice. Happiness is a choice for, for certain. So, you know, over the course of time, sometimes I would get the holidays off. Sometimes I wouldn't. Once I started dating my husband, my pilot, um, we were both, we had both gone into management at that point. So I was working in sales and marketing. He was uh, the, what was his actual title when I first started dating him? I think he was, he wasn't base manager, domicile manager. I don't remember, but he had gone into uh, management with, of the pilots in Nashville where we lived at the time. I can't even remember what his actual title was, but anyway, it doesn't matter. But when, once we first started dating, we did have the holidays off because we were in management. And I remember the first, we didn't spend that very first Christmas together. We actually went on our first date, December 10th um, of 1986. I'm really dating myself. And we both had plans to go home for the holidays. So we did, we already had that planned and we did. I went back to New Mexico, Colorado, where I'm from. He went to Missouri um, but then we did come home in time and spent New Year's together. But that next year, we both opted to stay. We didn't go home to our families. And that was the first year I ever had not been with my family at Christmas. I don't, it wasn't his first year by any means, but um, for me, it was, and I loved it. I loved just being with him and decorating a Christmas tree and all that fun stuff. Then over time, we moved to Phoenix we both at that point were working for America West Airlines. That's another part of our story. So from American Eagle to AMR to America West, and then ultimately back to American Airlines, we've had quite the colorful career and it's been fun and fabulous as I always like to say, but one Christmas, I think it was Christmas of 1990, honestly, um, I was I, I was assigned a trip to fly. This was back in the days of America West Airlines when you were a CSR, customer service representative, and you were cross-utilized. So you were trained to be a flight attendant, to work gates and ticket counter, reservations, all of that. Ultimately, that didn't work out so well, but it was fun during the year that I did that in Phoenix. And for whatever reason, I mostly flew that year, but we had... Uh, a good friend. We developed a good relationship with a friend in crew scheduling. Kevin was his name. So if anybody listens to this and they remember Kevin in crew scheduling in the 90s at America West Airlines in Phoenix, and you can remember Kevin's name and or you know where he went. This was way pre-internet and pre-social media and all that stuff. I would still love to reconnect with him. Anyway, we became buddies with him just kind of magically and I think a lot of it was because we were both really open to always helping him and working with him. If he needed a favor, he knew he could call us. And if there was any way we could shift our schedules, we would. But he called me and offered me a trip to Boston. I still remember. Um, he offered me a trip to Boston that was going to fly me into one of my days off and said to me, if you will take this trip for me, I will remove you from the schedule for Christmas and Mark, my husband, already had it off. And he was like, and then you and Mark can have the holiday together. And I was like, heck yeah, no kids. Um, did we have a dog? We did have a dog. I don't know how we took care of our dog back then. <laughs> I don't even remember. Anyway, 
Thor, our black lab, our first black lab together. Anyway, um, I said, heck yeah. And I remember it being, I still remember my crew. We flew on the 757. We flew an all-nighter to Boston. And I remember laying in bed during the day, because of course we'd flown all night. We got in early in the morning, checked into a great hotel. And then I laid in bed. And that is the first time I ever watched the movie, It's a Wonderful Life. I know that sounds crazy, but for whatever reason, that movie just had always escaped me. So I watched that movie. I loved it. I ordered room service. And then the crew met up. Uh, We all met up and had a lovely dinner. And then we flew home. But it wasn't an all-nighter because we were coming from the East Coast back to Phoenix. Anyway, I just remember it being a really fun, magical time. Boston was beautiful. Uh, it was very Christmassy and fun. And that was my great memory for that year. So we learned how to make things work. And then, of course, I ended up with Christmas Day off. I don't remember what we did. Um But I do remember the magic of the season. And that's the important point that I really want to make on this show. What I learned was it really is what you make of it. And I love the holiday season. I love all of it, the lights, the music, the fun, the friends, the food, every bit of it. So I also learned that before my kids were old enough to know better, I learned that Christmas could be celebrated whatever day I chose. So there were years that we celebrated December 23rd because my husband had to go fly. Once we had kids, I left the industry and chose to stay home until I went off and started my own business. But in those early days, um, that's what we did. So we celebrated Christmas whatever day we needed to. The kids were too young. They ultimately got more than one Christmas because we would celebrate Christmas Day with whoever. So I learned to embrace extended days of a holiday. And I do the same with Thanksgiving. So Our Thanksgiving plan typically consists of going to my neighbors on Thanksgiving day, which means I don't get to cook a turkey, but then almost every year on Saturday, I do the whole thing over again for myself. I cook the turkey, everything that goes with it. We'll invite other people over. Um, Sometimes I just cook it and we have a smaller celebration and I freeze turkey because it's one of my favorite meals. So then I'll have turkey for several months into the new year. I will make extra gravy and freeze it. It's just fantastic. And that's what I love to do. So making a plan for your holiday season is such a big part of it. Look ahead, as I've already shared on a previous episode, look ahead to what activities can you plan or get involved in. Now, I'm recording this uh, in the fir- on the 3rd of December, actually. And for me, I've already attended a holiday party. Uh, Last night, I attended my first holiday party. I have a book club holiday party coming up next week. I have my social gals in the Scottsdale area, a holiday party. I have a coffee and word of the year closing out 2022 and getting ready for 2023 that I'm hosting at my home. I have a neighborhood girls lunch that we go to, an annual lunch that we do every year where we go have a lovely lunch and then we shop and dink around. We kind of pretend that we're shopping. Most of us are done by that time. Every year I host a Christmas Eve open house for myself first and foremost, and of course my neighbors and what I call the misfit toys. And the misfit toys are what I've always called my airline friends or anybody that ended up stranded without a place to go or whatever. Um, my home is always welcome. So if you're going to be in Phoenix or Scottsdale and you're looking for a place on Christmas Eve, just reach out to me. Just message me at Jackie at pilotwifepodcast.com. There you go. And let me know. Um, and I've done this for years, 
with or without my pilot, I made the decision that Christmas for me was going to go on whether he was home or not. I was going to make the most of it for myself first, for my children, <clears throat> then for my neighbors and friends and anyone else. So um, that's been a part of it. And my kids learned early on that this was who we are, how we operate, and to help and have fun. And they were always a big part of the planning. And I love the fact that today at 30 and 27, they're still big holiday fans. They both have planned Christmas parties this year for their friends and with others. And I'm excited about that. I'm excited to know that I set it, I helped set a tradition with them, instilled in them the power and the value in that, and um, how to extend that on out to their friends. So I'm going to take the credit for teaching them to be party starters. So if you'll be alone on Christmas Day, again, I encourage you to reach out, let others know. Don't be put off if no invitations come to you, because what I've learned is people, some people are very protective of their holidays, their traditions, and just family time. And the way that they've always done it is the way that they're going to continue to do it. And I've learned not to make that anything about me. It doesn't mean they don't like me. doesn't mean they're not welcoming. It just means that they have their own tradition and that's how it goes. So I don't get it, but I don't judge them for that. And I have to look back and say, I've never spent a holiday alone that I didn't choose to um, because I've often pleaded my case in a subtle, maybe not so subtle way. And very often I've had two to three different events to choose from, or I end up choosing to attend multiple events on the day. And here's the thing. It's not because I'm something special or someone special or people are just clamoring to invite me over. <laughs> Although I like to think that's the reason. But it's not. It's mostly because people are generous. They're generous and they're inclusive. And if they know that you're going to be alone, they will include you. So I find that when I keep my calendar full and I surround myself with music and light and love and food and people who matter. And for me, I love I have a lot of holiday clothes that I only get to get out and use once a year. But I love all those. And so I dress full out. It's part of my self-image and who I am. And I do it for me first and foremost, because it makes me feel good. It makes me feel glamorous and celebrated and having fun. And when I do all these things, the reason for the season glows inside of me all month and it carries on into the new year. And then in my alone times, I can redirect my focus and energy to all that I have right now. Cause it's like, am I sufficient? Am I loved and do I feel uh, celebrated even if I'm not with anyone else around me so I can focus on all that I have, all that I have had in the past, and all that I anticipate having into the future. So cheers to you and yours and celebrating this magical time of light and love this holiday season. Next up in the Pilot Wife Holiday Series Survival Guide, How to Be a Crank at Christmas. Do you ever find yourself on the struggle bus with relationships, career, or life in general? I'm a mindset and peak performance coach helping women rediscover their own sense of identity and purpose, avoid turbulence, and put their own oxygen mask on first. Together, we work to get you out of autopilot and create a better flight plan for life and relationship success. As a pilot wife for over 30 years, I've navigated thousands of miles and moments in aviation, mommyhood, business, 
and life in general. I would love to offer you a free call to see if I might be able to help you too. You can go to coach.pilotwifepodcast.com. And if you have a topic suggestion or a story to share on the show, go to ask.pilotwifepodcast.com. And of course, you'll find all of this at resources.pilotwifepodcast.com. Please take a moment to review and rate the show on whatever your favorite podcast app is. This helps the show get found by others who need what we have here. And you might win some fun swag for your troubles. I'll see you on the journey and thanks for listening.